welcome everybody to Talking Out Podcast. This is your girl Gabby, Joy, and KP. And welcome to another episode of Talk It Out Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to our last one. And for all the feedback in the comments, our episode with Kilo Righteous called Our Men Oppressed. Y'all, uh, <laughs> y'all really enjoyed that one. And we got some a lot of discussion going off based on that. So thank you for listening to that one. Uh, remember, you can listen to Talk It Out Podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, wherever you can find a podcast. We have a website, tiopodcast.com. There you can listen to our episodes at tiopodcast.com slash episodes. You can read our blog posts. And, um, yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, we have a Facebook, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast, instagram.com slash talkitoutpodcast. Our Twitter is talkitout underscore pod. Use the hashtag talkitoutpod for a retweet. All right, guys. So. Today we're going to talk about um, affirmative action. This came back into the limelight because we got our attorney general, that that wonderful man, um, who uh, Coretta Scott King called a racist back in the eighties. Now he he feels that uh, he feels that white people are being under attack. You know, he he feels that the white people don't have an an equal playing field now because of affirmative action and um all the black, brown, and yellow people taking all of their spots in college. All right, so it doesn't. Um, so guys, just a little behind the scenes before we started recording, <laughs> I asked people what affirmative action was. I asked the the co-hosts, and everybody had a different <laughs> definition. So, um, we're going to let everybody talk about their little definition, and then we're going to debate it, and then we're going to get into the knit and grit. I just Googled it. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Like, the only thing that I've ever read about affirmative action ever was, like, this racist thing uh, that was basically, like, black people have a one-up on white people, and we need to... We need to do something about it. And I read that whenever I was in, like, 12th grade. Like, no one in my friends group, besides, like, Gabby, actually even ever says affirmative action, period. Like, ever. That's not a word that someone ever comes to me and says anything about. Because I went on Google, like I said, I looked up the definition. Affirmative action is an action or policy favoring those who tend to suffer from discrimination, especially in relation to employment or education, and they defined it as, quote-unquote, positive discrimination. So where did you get Uh, that definition from? uh, I actually got that definition from dictionary.com. Okay. Whenever I thought of that, that reminded me of South Africa and, Gabby, correct me, how, what is it called? Can you, can you say it? Apartheid. Apartheid, not apartheid, apparently. Uh, <laughs> apartheid, where um, black South Africans and people of color were, were being discriminated against. They were not able to get jobs. They were not able to go to college. They were not able to do anything. And then after that, affirmative action came through. And uh, now black people are able to get jobs and things like that. Probably not as much as they would like to be getting jobs, but something that happened. So for me, that that does sound like it, it's something that's positive. Like if affirmative action is helping people of color, um, 
you know, go through the, the justice system or, or go through capitalism through the society, then that, that sounds positive to me. Okay, Joy? In lamest terms, how I explain affirmative action is just the equal right for minorities of all kinds. Doesn't have to be black, doesn't have to be um, Latina. It can be black women, uh, Asian Americans, uh, Native Americans. It's a purpose for the purpose of minorities to come together and say, hey, you cannot discriminate against us because of the color of your skin or your gender or whoever you are. It is not okay to say that you can't have this job because I don't like the color of your skin tone. Hit it on the head. Uh, affirmative action pretty much, you know, it was, um, the, co- the term was first coined by um, John F. Kennedy. He signed it on March 6th, which included a provision that government contractors take affirmative action to ensure applicants are employed and employees are treated during employment without regard to their race, creed, color, or national origin. In 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson issued, issued an executive order which required government employers to take affirmative action to hire without regard to race, religion, and national origin. This prevented employees from discriminating against members of certain disadvantaged groups. And in 1967, gender was added to the anti-discrimination list. So, mm-hmm. at first, this um, President Lyndon B. Johnson, he actually went to an HBCU to talk about the, the executive order before he even put it into place. And he was telling them, you know, we know black people have had, had it hard through slavery and all different um, Jim Crow laws and all that stuff. And so he said it would be unfair for us to expect you guys to be on the same equal playing field when y'all had all these hindrances. So that's, that's the point of affirmative action so that you have an equal opportunity, hopefully to get a job and to go to college and nobody's going to discriminate you based on your, your color. But it says in 1967, um, you know, gender was included. All right. So Jeff Sessions, he thinks is he thinks is discriminate, discriminatory against white people. I'm guessing he really just means white men. um, but he says it's discriminatory. What do you think, Joy? Do you think affirmative action discriminates against white people? <sighs> no, I don't. That's that's first of all. <laughs> first of all, it's just a laugh to me uh-huh. because who says that white people are being discriminated against just out of a basic hundred and any. It's not any. I don't want to say any. At most colleges, out of 100, 60% of scholarships are given to white kids. Mm-hmm. 20% are given, and the rest are given to minorities. Now, now minorities do not just include black people. No, 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 no. Mm. They include um, minorities because of race, minorities because of gender, uh, minorities because of a disability, minorities because of mm-hmm. uh, language, you, uh, different languages you speak. Those are all included in the rest of those scholarships. Now, how in the world if colleges 
are being discriminatory against whites. How in the world is out of a hundred, the graduation rate of colleges gives two times more scholarships to white kids for people. Cause I've had somebody that literally came up to me. Um, it was like a, it was like a, a date gone wrong. And he was like, um, so, you know, just getting to know you, you know, we're having lunch, we're on our breaks and, uh, during our jobs and we're on our break. So first he starts off flirting. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, when he asked me about college, I was like, yeah, I'm uh, just graduated. And he was like, oh, cool. I'm about to graduate. He's like, how much, you know, that set you back some, didn't it? I'm like, not actually. You know, I got a scholarship. So mine was pretty much paid for. But I didn't want to get into that because, you know, it's the first date. You know, I don't want to talk. Not really even a date. I don't really want to talk to a guy I might like about, you know, money and stuff mm-hmm. like that on the First time we really have that conversation, said to me, Oh, well, I didn't get any uh scholarships, you know, I'm a white guy. <laughs> I said, What? <laughs> I was like, Oh, really? I said, I didn't know they were doing that. He was <laughs> like, Uh, yeah. He's like, Yeah, you know, you can't get a scholarship unless you're an athlete or or black these days. I mean, no offense. I mean, you you wait, no, you probably really deserve the scholarship you got but you know most black people you know they take the scholarships from white people me and gabby were talking about this we we read gabby read something to me i don't remember what it was but she read something where like in white people's mind including my family's mind black people just get a full ride to to college every every single black person point blank period just gets a, a full ride to college. No, and, and then the actual, white people they just have to pay out of But in the Twitter thing, it was actually saying no, that that boy actually thought like black people don't have to pay for anything. Like, I know. It's- like she who she was talking to the little boy. She's this is what happened. She worked at this boy scout camp. She was the only black person there and the only black person to ever have worked there. It was a white town, just white people. She goes to the boy and says, Yeah, I'm I'm here because I'm about to start college, just making a couple dollars. He said, have you been thinking about college? He was like, uh, no, um, actually I haven't, you know, it's not free for me like it is for (laughs) y'all. Where are they getting this information from? Most of the people that I know when I went to college are white kids who had scholarships, but still had that, that way of thinking. So don't get upset with me because I had to work two times as hard as you just to get my foot through the door. And when I do, I'm still not measured, measured up correctly. Right. But don't be mad because I get a scholarship that I have to keep at a certain GPA. It's not all willing, you know, funds and Fun, fun times for me. I had to keep my scholarship at a certain GPA. And on top of that, when I almost didn't, I almost lost my scholarship. But hey, a, a white girl almost lost her scholarship. Do you know what they told her? Try again next semester. I could what? not believe that. Wow. That was so crazy to me. She literally said, oh my God, I got the best 
um, what do you call those? I got the best counselor. She just told me to try again next year. Now I went to my counselor and she told me that if I don't pull my grades up, I will be kicked out of the school. Now you Dang. tell me white people in the blog world. Is that fair? The funny thing is like the whole framing of it that we're taking their spots. First of all, it makes it seem like because they are white, they were automatically entitled to those spots. Like, because I'm a white person, I'm supposed to be the first person. And so, since I was supposed to be the first person, the only way that you could possibly come in here is because you took my spot. Because me, by being white, I'm automatically entitled. And, and that's, that's really what they think, to be honest, 100%. You know, we, we're going to get more deep into affirmative action has really not helping uh, black Americans. Um, but, you know, the number one beneficiaries... Of affirmative action is white women. And these black, these, Ooh, I mean, these white men are over here you know. complaining when it's their sisters and wives that are benefiting <laughs> from it. But eventually, you know, <laughs> one day they'll see. You, they, they'll see. And, and let the, them try and take affirmative action away. I guarantee you, white women will never have moved so fast in their life. They're back. They haven't said much yet. But when it's like, a reality and they're about to take it away watch you get support from all sides because they know who affirmative action benefits the most so um i was watching the yvette carnell video uh recently and she says that uh she was talking to a duke university admissions person and this person was saying that now admissions um, when they're looking for people of color or black people or whatever for their mm-hmm. diversity mm-hmm. of their school, if they have a native born African-American or an immigrant African-American, they're going to pick the immigrant African-American almost every single time. So now we've got this this deal. Where, well, they say they do that because um, the immigrants will be less militant will probably cause less trouble and that this, that, the other. So um, what do you think about that, Joy? What do you think about now affirmative action? Not only is it, okay, every single race in America and white women, but now black people, we can't even get what's for us because these admission people, they don't, they don't want us in there. If they can get an, an African person, they'll get them. If they can get somebody from Jamaica, they'll get them over us. So what do you think that means? As far for us, and and what can we do to to change that so that we can actually benefit from affirmative action again? Nobody really wants to hear what I have to say, but I'm gonna say it. Go ahead. It's not um gonna be easy, and when you're a black person, a black male especially, but you do have to be cautious of yourself. Now, it's going to be hard no matter what you do, but to give a person a reason to say no, other than your race, you can't change a race. No, absolutely not. But you can change how you act. Okay, but listen to this. This is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this is before they even get in college. This is just looking at pure college applications. This ain't yeah, nobody like knows what you didn't say it. Nobody knows what, what you I'm didn't saying. did. So yeah, it doesn't that's what I'm saying. It starts from when you're children. 
if you are a minority, you have to know, your parents have to know that it starts when you're young. At the age of eight and up, I was always in something. I had dance, I had uh, cheer, I had um, uh, soccer, I had track, I had tennis, I had anything that I could be a part of that I could say that um, that it would help me, I was in. Not only was I in sports, but I was in um, drama. Okay, so so let me let me ask you this about you then. Okay, so let's say you you said you you get all the education and you were in programs and stuff like that. But that's still not going to, if an admission person sees you and sees uh, so-and-so, so-and-so from Be- Beijing, they're going to get in. So what I'm saying is, yes. I think it is, it's just going to have to go from, you just going to have to do some type of legislation or something like that. Like, affirm- I think no, affirmative no, no, no. action that needs to be revamped. No. Affirmative action is not potent. It does. That, let, that's, me, that's, let me say something. Hold on, hold on. Before we go forward. I'm sorry, guys. I, I want to mention exactly, I want to like reiterate exactly what Gabby just said. So Joy, you said you went through all of that stuff. Absolutely all of that stuff you went through when you were a kid, right? And you had all types of classes. You were in all types of sports. And your cousin, on the other hand, did not have that type of information or did not have that type of... of My brother. Or your brother. Okay, your, your brother didn't have that type of childhood. Because he wasn't, that work ethic wasn't instilled in him. But I think what Gabby was saying is that even though you had all of that, all of that in comparison to your brother, like at the end of the day, if you both go to apply for a college, you're still going to be like on the last of the list. Really? But I'm on the like, list. The, the whole I, point. What I, no, what I'm saying is that like at the, at the end of the day, like none of that matters without affirmative action. Like if you don't have some type of legisla- legislation or something that is saying that, hey, you know, uh, you're going to need to diversify your colleges or you're going to need to do this, then it's, it's not going to happen. Because like even right now, even right now, and I I was reading on it before we got on here, but even right now, like colleges, they don't just look at it in regards to race, Mm -hmm. sex, or uh, disabled or not. They don't look at that. They also look at alumni status, like if your parent is an alumni, uh, if you have, if you are any type of sport athlete. So all affirmative action does is let a person who has to let minorities in judge them based on what they do and what they can do and what they can bring to the table. I think the best affirmative action, since it was made specifically for the blacks in mind, I think black people it need It wasn't. Our, yes, it was. I think black people need our own affirmative action. If we're not getting reparations, then they might as well just say any black person that wants to get into a college will get into whatever college that they want to. And if that means you're going to call it discrimination, so be it. But Historically, even with this affirmative action, like I'm saying, black people, native black people are still getting getting screwed. We're getting screwed yep. now because, like I said, everybody's getting in in front of us. The ones you that- cannot have your own affirmative action. Yes, that I, is going yes, you can. To be impossible. You have to be a part of a group of minorities. If you are not, if you black people are already faced with 
oh, they are their own. They have their own struggle. So what? To me, here's where the problem lies. We would be so much better if we, as a minority, all of us get together and say, hey, we are minorities. This is a problem. This is just not a black thing. Or as we can all get together and say, hey, this is just not a Chinese American thing. If we all got together, we would be so much stronger in our voice. But because it's just black people, it is not taken as seriously as it would be if all of the minorities got together and said, hey, this is what this is wrong. And we're not going to stand for this. And minorities do include white women Mm -mm. because without them, we do as far as gender. But we do need something specifically for race only. I feel like even like I don't think we can just say, quote unquote, all people or something like that. Like, I feel like when you say all people, someone gets left behind. Like if you're just saying black people, then maybe black trans people are getting left behind. Like, I think there needs to be something specific for these people that are specifically being targeted. And the thing is, our struggles aren't exactly the same because I was just reading. But listen, let me tell you something, because the struggles of of Asian people is the total opposite of ours. Now... Asian people are saying that they are being discriminated against and not being let into jobs. I mean, not being let into colleges and the criteria in which they have to meet to get into college is higher than everybody else's. So yep. they come to a place and, they, and the college says, well, you only need a 3.5. Well, they need a 4.3 to get in. And they're, so but how can we how can we totally be united with the group where we're just saying we can't get in, period? And no matter what type of grace, and they're saying they can't get in because they're perceived to be smarter than everybody else. We can't get in because we perceive to be degenerates and and um. But it's all races. perception and it's all stereotypical and it's all forced upon us by our white counterparts. So therefore, we have a common enemy. Well, as far as you know, not enemy, enemy, but we have a common problem therefore if we got together as the as a diverse group of people saying hey this is wrong we're gonna fight for not just the black cause the chinese american cause not just the chinese american cause but the latina cause is because we know that just because we fix one problem it's gonna be another one next but my here's my question if if people say well, all the black people, black people can never unite. Black people can never unite. What makes you think black folks about to unite with folks that hate them? Black people are, friend, are not going to unite with some folks that's all on some anti-blackness just because, yeah. well, we all want to get into college. And I don't even think they'll be willing well, to unite with us because most of the time what happens is black people are over here doing their thing. Okay, Black Lives Matter, whoop, we getting stuff done. We getting seen in the media crickets from from a lot of these other uh people of color and yep. as soon as something you know happens because but no listen 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 but as soon as something happens to them an asian person gets shot by the police uh uh a hispanic person gets shot by police who are they looking at where was black lives matter where was black Every lives time. where were you 
It doesn't matter. Like, why do the black people have to be the one to always to always extend a hand when nobody's right. extending a hand to them? To be quite right. to be quite honest, it take you have to you have to give in order to take, and it has to start somewhere. So if we go around and around, this is this is the problem. This is what the white people want us to do. They don't want us to come together. They don't want us to extend an olive branch to people because they know if that if we do, we're going to get somewhere. But because we're so close-minded that we don't want this, oh, they're not, they don't want to be a part of us. We ain't see them in no so-and-so, so-and-so, so we're not going to do this. Or we didn't see them here. Why are they not? Black Lives Matter is never with anyone else but themselves. If we don't extend an olive branch, we are giving the white people what they want, and that's for us to continue to fight. You know what? They did the same thing during slavery. They didn't want us to come together to unite, so they had house slaves and field slaves. And you know what? That that, that battle is still going on today. How many battles are the white people going to make for us minorities? It's not about making a battle. Here's here's a, this is a, this is the problem. Like like what uh, Katie said, it's called. Well, you know, we talk about intersectionality of feminism, intersectionality of uh, racism, stuff like this. This is intersectionality of people. You right. can't just say, well, we just going to be here for all the people. Cause you can. Somebody, we can have a delegated group that's going to be there for everybody to make you sure everybody is no, okay. And that's fine. But we also need to know that as black people, we go through the stats every single episode. Our experience is significantly different than everybody else's. Nobody else besides maybe the Native Americans. I'm sure other races feel the same way. Exactly, which is why they should. It's very different. Hang on, hang on, hang on, guys. Guys, calm down. Hold on a second. (laughs) We're all going to get a second to talk. Please don't interrupt each other. Thank you. And uh, go ahead, Gabby, finish what you're saying. Which is exactly uh, why I have nothing wrong with races and groups of people having their own factions in which they do their deal like i said black people native americans the only other people that's been other people of color non-whites who have been here and have to to uh, to struggle and suffer under these white people black people have had over 400 years being enslaved we've had to deal with slavery jim crow civil rights police brutality all types of stuff now we know our experience is totally different. Not only are we doing that, but now what's happening is these other people of color are benefiting from affirmative action. They're benefiting. And white women are benefiting. We're not benefiting. So what do you want? Do you think these people, we, already, we talk about power and people not wanting to give up power. Do you think these people are really going to say, oh, we see black people, we see you native uh, black African-Americans are not getting your fair share of affirmative action. You know what? All the immigrants and all the um, us uh, Native Asian-Americans and Hispanic-Americans are going to step back and let you black people have your fair chance at going to college. Nobody is going to do that. Zero. Nobody's going to give up their power because everybody's trying to get ahead. Nobody's going to do that. I, I just don't see that, that happening. I'm not, I'm not doubting that fact. I'm, all I'm saying is I agree with you, first of all, that we do need a separate fact cases only. But here's what I'm speaking about when I say the minorities need to come together. In Black Lives Matter, if all of the minorities had come, come together, we, I feel we would have been somewhat successful by now. 
So I do have a question. For I'm you not done. One second. Oh dang! Excuse me, y'all been talking this whole time. Okay. I'm sorry. Go she ahead. just she just killing me right now. Gabby is killing me, Katie. I don't think you understand. No, she I don't. Because ah, ah. <laughs> I, I feel I feel I feel what you're saying, but at the same time, like I still also agree with Gabby that you know yeah, I don't like I don't I don't think that us all coming together and all all of us just loving each other peacefully and being friends it's just going to help like i don't i don't have some type of kumbaya expectation no 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 no, that's not what i'm saying either what i'm saying is is that like even if we do all come together there's still going to be a group that is left out it can't be some kumbaya all come together and be great because that's not going to happen and, and that's not going to happen due to religion, due to sexism, due to all types of things. Just like with an onk, uh, they are pro-black, but they are not pro-black women unless it is beneficial to them. So my thing is, is like, how can we how can we overcome that? Because y'all just keep saying the same thing over and over. We get your points. Everybody knows what you're saying. I need to know what you guys think we can do. In order to fix this issue. In the now? Okay. Go ahead. In the now. Be now. I need to know what we're going to do to fix it today. In the now. Well, I think first is education. You know, like I said, most people don't understand it. KT is a white woman and she probably benefited from affirmative action, but she didn't know what it was. And so you have a lot of people that are... That are just uh, don't know what they're talking about. Like a lot of white people, they think affirmative action is somebody literally looking at their, uh, you know, their little paper and looking at a black person's and throwing their paper in the garbage because they're white. And that's not the thing. So education is number one. I want to educate people on the purpose of affirmative action and what it brings to uh, society. Secondly, I think it needs to be revised. Because now what's happening, like I said, is the people or the original people, maybe not the only people, but some of the original people that it was meant for, they're not really benefiting from it as much. Um, so I think I think it just needs to be revised if possible. I don't know who, who we need to talk to to get some, some things written, but I think it definitely needs to have stuff specifically for black people, seeing that black people are doing the worst in America. So if they could have like a little provision in there to make sure that um, black people have an, an access to college. Granted, we might get a lot of loans and, and student loan debt, but we at least have the opportunity. So, so that's all I think. I agree with you. I absolutely do. Joy agrees with Gabby. Shocker. <laughs> we do need education on affirmative action. People have to know what is happening because it does not apply to just black people. Mm-hmm. So other minorities need to know what affirmative action is. I do agree with that. But here's where I think the best solution can come from. Not only do we need to revise and educate, but we also need to extend them in all of branch. KT, what do you think can be done as a white lady? Why did you say it like that? That's what she is. <laughs> That's what I am. That's what it is. A white no, you said it. You said it super southern as a white lady. A white. 
As a white person, I think that as a white person and as an ally, I think it's it's my to help, like extremely, one hundred percent. Um, and what I mean by help is I mean correcting other white people who are being terrible and also joining the fight with people of color. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to take the forefront because, you know, that's not something that I feel is my place to do. But I do feel like it is my place to be supportive and be there to to help the movement. So <laughs> as a white lady, um, as a white lady, I'll, I'll continue to be an ally. I will continue to correct my white friends who are racist, sexist, ableist, terrible people. I will continue- <laughs> Like I will, I will literally continue to be a white ally, or try my hardest to be the white, the the best white ally that I can possibly be. Let me just point out that um, the U.S. is not the only, as discussed before. KT was pointing out that uh, affirmative action was in other was in the South Africa. Not only is it there all around the world and it's used in different names and if just Jeff Sessions think America is the only place that doesn't need affirmative action he's so wrong affirmative action is known as reservation in India and Nepal it's known as positive discrimination in the UK it's known as employment equity in Canada and South Africa we have Affirmative action everywhere around the world. And for Jeff Sessions to think that, hey, we are, America doesn't need it anymore because now, you know, whites are being discriminated against. That is absolutely close-minded white supremacist thinking that could end up with another form, that could end up with another form of slavery and i just want to i was just going to name the the elephant in the room is that these white men are saying they're being so discriminated against yet they're the only people you see in congress and they're the only people you see making decisions and they're the only ones you see in these fortune 500 companies so what what are they missing out on what is this this magical black and and brown people taking over? What are we taking? Tell me so I can I start like taking it. No, reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> I would like to know too, Gabe. <laughs> when you find out what we taking, let me know. And if I find out, I'm gonna let you know. Okay? Please. Okay. okay. Deal. I mean, their time. Uh, we'll, so we'll do we... a virtual handshake. So my question is: Do you think? That if actually affirmative action finally positively helps people of color, do you think that would be negative or positive for white people? I mean, ultimately, <laughs> if it's not going to be effective unless it's negatively affecting them. Because the only right. way we going, the only way... I think. I mean, if 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 America acts like they really can't afford stuff, they act like they can't afford to pay nobody reparations. So if in order for us to get where we need to go, some people gonna have to step back. In order for all the black people to get uh, equal playing fields, uh, to get access to housing, to get uh, adequate education, since mm-hmm. America acts like it's so broke, then I guess somebody gonna have to step back. But it ain't much. 
and and hopefully they can do it so that you know it's not hurting the already poor white people and i don't think it will like i want to say like what you're saying i hope it again like like as you just said i hope it doesn't hurt already poor white people but i feel like and maybe this is you know terrible of me to say but also i am poor so i don't know i feel like that if it did affect poor white people maybe poor white people would come down from that oh i'm just a you know i'm just a, a millionaire that that just hasn't got their one up yet like i i feel like that would take down some of that entitlement that white people feel like that they have. Does that make sense? No, I think it's going to make them hate black people even more because, you know, they already yeah. think somehow magically that black people and, and Asian, Asian people and immigrants or whatever are what's destroying America. I don't know how. We ain't yeah, get no true. type of power. So now if it, you say, well, what? We giving these blacks and this, that, and the other? You know, they're going to have it. But I don't care. I don't care what they think. I just, right. I just know if, if we need to do what we need to do. Pay up, government. But also, we have all these multi-billionaires, like Trump as well. Like, don't you think that they could pay some money? Like, do they really need all that money? I don't understand. They like, don't. They don't. Like, capitalism is so terrible. It basically just says that all of these super-duper rich people get to keep their rich money in the... Yeah, how do you make them give? But that's for another episode. How do you make these, how do you make these rich folks cough up this money? We'll get to it next time. It would puzzle me if... They didn't get mad, right? Or kill us all. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I ended on that. We're dead. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. About I hope it was a good conversation starter. You can take it out and begin discussing it with your family and friends and all of them. Um. So yeah, we're wrapping it up. Remember, hit us up on our social media accounts, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast. Our Instagram is instagram.com slash talkitoutpodcast. Our Twitter is talkitout underscore pod. Use the hashtag talkitoutpod. Tiopodcast.com. Check it out. We got merch coming out. Check out our blog posts, uh, new updates to the website. You'll love it. This has been your girl, Gabby. Joy. And Katie. And this has been Talk It Out. Talk it out. Talk it out. Talk it out. She started the clap so late. That was my nightmare. <laughs>